Hey, Nerd Clan, head on over to scotlandshop.com to get your friend or loved one or heck, even yourself, some of the very best authentic Scottish gifts, like tartan blankets. Oh my gosh, they're my favorite. <laughs> uh, scarves, even hats for this holiday season. So best yet, you can actually use the coupon code OutlanderCast. That's just one word, OutlanderCast, to get 15% off your purchase. Once again, that's scotlandshop.com. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. Old school. Uh, yeah, I brought the OG back. Yeah. You know, I, was just, I was just feeling it today. I was actually hoping you would. Really? I was, in my heart, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know if the season five intro music is really what what we need right now. No, no. I feel like we needed some bagpipes. So hi, everybody. How's it going? My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I'm ready, man. I'm ready to start talking some clan lands. Yes. As you guys can see from the title of this podcast episode, we're talking Clan Lands, the book mm-hmm. that just recently came out, written by one Sam Hewen and Graham McTavish. Yes. Chronicling their advent- adventures through the highlands of Scotland and all the great time fun stuff. We can all daydream, right? Here we are, we're recording near the end of 2020, the year that we shall just refer to as the year that shall never be named. It's yes. pretty much going to be the Voldemort year of our lives. Can I can I get an amen from mm. our friends joining us in the chat? But yes. you know, this You're was like wizard, the perfect holiday gift to every single Outlander fan, every single fan of Scotland. I mean, even just the title, Clan Lens, Whiskey, Warfare, and a Scottish Adventure Like No Other. <laughs> Take me away. So um, we just wanted to, of course, welcome you here. Before we get into the show, we, of course, wanted to let you know that you can actually follow Blake and I and subscribe to the Outlander Cast podcast. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, all with the title, Mary and Blake. And don't, of course, forget to head to jointhenerdclan.com. Those of you who are joining us, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, if someone would write that in, jointhenerdclan.com. It's actually a place where you can become an official Nerd Clan member and get all of the benefits, like um, extra podcast episodes, premium extra podcasts, like our Crown podcast mm-hmm. called Keep Calm and Crown On. They're actually voting right now for what is going to be our next podcast topic. These are patrons who find that we are bringing some, some joy into their life and uh, thank you for everyone who joined at jointhenerdclan.com. All right, so. Ready to get into the book? Let's get into, let's get into the book. Let's do it, shall we? Two men, one country. 
and a lot of whiskey. As stars of Outlander, Sam and Graham eat, sleep, and breathe the highlands on this epic road trip around their homeland. They discover that the real thing is even greater than fiction. Clanlands is a story of their journey. Armed with their trusty camper van and a sturdy friendship, these two Scotsmen are on the adventure of a lifetime to explore the majesty of Scotland. A wild ride by boat, kayak, bicycle, and motorbike, they travel from coast to loch and peak to valley and delve into Scotland's history and culture, from timeless poetry to bloody warfare. With near-death experiences, many weeks in a confined space together, and a cast of unforgettable characters, Graham and Sam's friendship matures like a fine scotch. Sounds, re- like, sounds like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. They reflect on their acting careers. Oh, you mean like yeah, being like, stuck in a... Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking the scotch, and I'm like, how is that? Uh, they reflect on their acting careers in film and theater, find a new awestruck respect for their native country, and as with many, as with any good road trip, they even find them themselves. Hold on to your kilts. This is Scotland as you've never seen it before. Yes. Goodness gracious. That, of course, is just the little leaflet that we get as we begin this journey of Clanlands. And I figured, you know, we would just kind of discuss a little bit before we even go into chapter one. Blake and I are going to be delving into all the chapters. I think there's 15 or 16 in this book. I think there's 16 book. chapters, yeah. Um, you know, and complete with with illustrations and photographs and maps and stuff. Um, there is a forward by the one and only Diana Gabaldon. Um, but for those of you who don't know, I'm going to read the back. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Graham McTavish has been acting for over 35 years in theater, film, and television. On film and TV, he is best known for his roles as Dougal McKenzie in Outlander, the fierce dwarf Dwalin in the, I hope I said that right, because I always miss the dwarfs. Dwalin, thank you. Um, In the Hobbit trilogy and AMC's cult show Preacher as the Saint of Killers. He has performed in theater all over the world, from the Royal Court Theater in London to the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. He is delighted that the dream of his 12-year-old self to be a published author has finally come true. Sam Hewen is an award-winning actor and philanthropist, best known for his starring role as Jamie Fraser in the hit TV show Outlander. From his early days at the Royal Court Theatre to his most recent role in the hit action film Bloodshot, Sam has enjoyed a career in theatre, television, and film spanning almost two decades. With his growing success and fame, Sam has also lent his voice and platform to raise funds and awareness for many notable charities, including the Marie Curie UK and Blood Cancer UK. In recent years, he has raised over $5 million for blood cancer research, hospice care, and testicular cancer awareness education. Due to his outstanding contribution to charitable endeavors and artistic success, he was bestowed by the University of Glasgow and the University of Stirling with an honorary doctorate wow. in 2019. Did not know that. And also another fun bit of trivia that you may not know. Yeah. Your boy Graham also had a little bit role in the show Lost. We have to go back, Kate. What? That's right. He did. He Tell did. me more. He played the drill sergeant that was training your boy Desmond mm. when he was in the army. There we go. So, yeah, just yeah, just a fun little uh, piece of, piece of uh, Graham McTavish. Trivia. Also, he starred a little bit in uh, 24 as yeah. well. 24, season eight. Oh. Yes, he starred as a, as a Russian operative. You know, so uh, wonderful, wonderful backstory about these two beloved actors. Of course, we're here on Outlander cast. We obviously know them from Outlander. But um, this is just a new fun endeavor, and it couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah, this is... I think right at the right time. I mean, yeah. I mean, first of all, we're in the middle of <laughs> a really bad drought lander. Yes. Uh, and it's going to be long. It was going to be long even without the pandemic, but now, of course, it's a... It's going to be wicked longer. long. <laughs> um, so for us to have clan lands, for us to all be able to daydream or plan our vacations that we will take 
Yes. Or holidays, if you may, uh, over the pond for this, those of us in the U.S. You know, this is just this is just a really lovely thing. And of course, it is a preamble to the show that's going to be coming out right. on Stars, Which we will be covering also. Yes. Which I'm really excited about doing that. Agreed. That, that, I think that's right up our alley. So um, before we delve into our GPGs, can we just take a moment and discuss the cover? Sure. What do you got? Okay, so we've got these two studs. There's some good knee porn. We've got we've got Stan, Sam standing up wearing the Batman leather coat. <laughs> Pretty much in any TV show that Blake and I watch, if someone's wearing a black leather coat, I'm like, that's going to be the bad guy. Bad guy, that's... especially BSG. Yes, like that is the bad guy. Um, and then we of course have Graham down in like this camo green kind of sweatshirt thing with. You know, like the hipster scarf around his neck, perfect for traveling. You never know where life's going to take you. He's got his high high socks up, looks like boots being cut off, and just the the differences in their kilts right there that you can see. Yep, um, just really lovely. So I'm just I'm I'm really excited to delve into this series. But of course, we need to start things off with our GBGs. Yeah, why don't you start, Marvin? Well, what what's your uh, what's your GBG for chapter one? Taken for a ride. Okay. So our GBGs, if you're new with us, it's our good, our bad, and our greats for chapter one. And I'm actually going to count anything chapter one and before as part of my GBGs. Oh, it's a little bit of a cheat. No, it's not. And you'll see why. Okay, fine. Fair. My good is the back and forth that these two have with each other. Yes. Um... We have not only the physical book here, but also the audiobook. Did you get to listen to the audiobook chapter? I did. Yes. So we have both read and then listened to the audiobook. And even when you're reading it, uh, because we're beloved members of the show, you can kind of hear their voices in your their head. But I will say there is some magic in the audiobook version. Yes, I will agree with you that the audiobook version is a much better experience than the book. At least for this chapter. Yeah, for this chapter. So, and of course, we're only going off of yes, what we've Yes, only we've chapter one. To. That would be fun. What do we prefer? Audiobook, hardcover book per chapter. Let's add it. What add it mean? as a thing that we talk about in this podcast. Okay, sure. What do we enjoy better, reading it or listening to oh, it? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. All right, so gotcha. my good, as I said, is just the banter. My bad, we're going to have to change this in the Google Doc. My bad is that there is no table of contents Oh, yes. W-T-F. What are we doing? How did type A, Diana Gabaldon, not notice this and say, excuse me, boys. <laughs> um, people are going to want to know how many chapters there are, what the chapters are labeled without having to skim the what, top. What page they're on? Seriously. Like, what is going on? <laughs> no table of contents. Is this like a thing? That people do now is this like a cool hip thing with Graham's hipster scarf that like hipster people don't <laughs> hipster include scarf. table of contents anymore? What is going on? So that was my bad, and I know it's a petty bad, but I don't care. It, no, 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 it's a worthy bad. Yeah, really? I think it, I think it's a totally worthy bad. Oh, thank I mean, you. aside from the fact that it's not necessarily chapter one, but aside from that, I, I would say you got to have a table of contents. Thank you. You know, like every every book that we've like ever read ever has a table of contents. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, and then my great was actually the audiobook version of this oh, chapter uh-huh. because Blake actually read this chapter out loud. We're we're complete dorks, guys. So it was a date night. We were laying in bed, and Blake was like, "So what do you want to do?" And I was like, "You know what you can do." And he's like, "What, babe?" And I'm like, "You can read chapter one of Clanlands out loud to me." <laughs> <laughs> and Little immediately I heard 
<laughs> but you actually enjoyed it. I did. I had a good time doing it. And uh, I think you had fun reading both as Sam and Graham. Yes. Um, you know, usually you're reading this book to yourself, but for Blake to be reading it out loud, it was quite fun. But I will say that listening to these two banter made it a bit a lot more fun, particularly in the parts where Sam is just listing off all of these people who are on the team that I really hope I don't have to remember their names. I hope that this was just like <laughs> the credits, like, yep. oh, we need to thank everybody. But I really hope that I'm not supposed nah, to remember I've got a feeling. I've got that a feeling. Alex Neruzzi is a, was a whiskey virgin. Like, I really hope I don't have to remember that about Alex. <laughs> if I do, I'll just need to be reminded. So that's my GBG. How about you, Blake? All right, so I'm sticking with just chapter one. So uh, oh, not the forward. No, not not the forward. Okay. Um, for me, the good was all the stuff with Duncan Lacroix. Mm. I, just leaving him in the middle of the road Peace. and not even acknowledging him. Not nothing. Just who eh. needs by Ian? Or you can have by Duncan. By Duncan. I know. It, it was just. It was very funny where they're saying to themselves, "Yeah, no, we're just gonna leave him there. It's funnier that way." And they just. <laughs> They just take off without him. The bad for me, and this is something that I'm having a hard time getting used to. Okay. It's their prose and how prosaic the... Elaborate. You're losing me. How it's written. Hmm. It's written... It's. I feel like a freshman in college wrote it. Um, Okay. And where they think these little interjections are funny... And it's, I found them funny. It's but some of them are funny, but most of them feel very forced and very like they're trying too hard to be funny. They came off better in the audiobook version. Absolutely. So and, if you did, if you read that and you get, you know, the interjections. Yes. And you're like, was I supposed to laugh? You probably will laugh when you listen to it. Yeah. Uh, and even in the audiobook version, it feels like they're just trying way too hot like uh i just oh i don't think so i thought it was a wonderful little experience well, no, I, I mean, but I, yeah I, but I, this is your I, bad so this i get my it. bad and yes. I, I and some of it was very funny some of it was just a little too much for me uh but it, it it's the problem with reading it is that it starts it stops it stutters it starts again it stops again and oh, man i just want them to have their passages and write and then and then continue on. You don't don't have these little forced interjections. In I mean, my it's opinion, realistic. Yeah, but not in the not in the written word. In the written word, it's very uh, it's very like, manufactured. Like it's like they're trying to make it be transcribed. Like it's as if after all their adventures, Sam and Graham sat down with a dram yes. and were reliving it, and they were having these natural injections with each other. I mean, I suppose injections. Sure. I don't the, the know. way that I it's the way that it's written, it looks like a script. Um, you know, because it starts off, you know, interior, exterior, camper van, car park, Glencoe yes. Valley, Scottish Highlands, day, which would make sense. Mm-hmm. And if there are these little interjections, uh, it is very script-like. It is script-like. So I guess I, I suppose that the intent is that to be there, but then again. It's still not even script-like in its um, explanations. Uh, there are no, um, there are no uh, 
action points. It's just oh, like you, you're saying, like when there's a sound effect, for example, from the car, it doesn't say the car sputtled, ka-chunk, wee, ka-chunk. Yeah, it's just you, okay. So you know, it's so it's like it's having it's trying to have the best of both worlds. Yes. So that's what I'm getting. At. But my but great, you're great. Tell us. But my great is that you get an immediate sense of Sam and Graham, the people, because yes. I think one of the things that I struggle with is I'm picturing Jamie and Dougal. <laughs> We're going in this camper. What is this beast? I know. Um, and they're going off and they're doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Which is funny when you think about it. Agreed. But when you're reading it and you're picturing you're picturing Jamie and Dougal together, um, you're picturing their character traits. I wonder if that's actually going to be harder for us to swallow when we watch the show. Because at least here we're reading it. And yes, we know it's Sam Hewen and we can picture them a little bit. But like, is it going to be hard for us to distinguish in our brains, this is not Jamie and Dougal who found the Standing Stones and traveled through time and found a camper van, okay? Mm-hmm. I know that we'll know, but I, you know what I, I'm going along the same van as you. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, so, um, but getting an immediate sense of these two people, um, not only are they people, but within this book, again, as what we've, mm-hmm. as how we've discussed how it's written, it is very much almost a play uh and it is very much uh characters uh that they're playing even though they're real people and even though they're they're talking about their real experiences and their real uh their real motives and their real um characteristics but the the fact that you get a sense like okay graham loves lattes and he has to eat constantly and sam is a terrible driver (laughs) These are things that they're when, endearing. Yeah, they're endearing, and you immediately get pulled in to their banter. Yes, you immediately get where they're coming from, mm-hmm. and how they make fun of each other, how they interact with each other. Getting to know the people and their um, strengths and their weaknesses, and how they met each other. This is what is going to suck you into the book if you're just a non-nerd reader. Like, I, yeah. I want to read this book for the experience of learning. I want yes. to hear what they learn. I want to hear what they have going on. I want to see the things that they see uh, in terms of the history of it all. Like, when they were talking about the topography, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, wow, I didn't know that. I, I, I really... I'm excited to learn about the Glencoe massacre. And I'm really excited to learn about how the rock is so hard. It doesn't allow for any moisture whatsoever, which is why it leads to it all being marshy and gross and so mm-hmm. on. That's the stuff that I get excited about. But I think for the normal person who's not a dork like me, honey, we're all dark. Yeah, that's true. They're, <laughs> they, they're there for the, the back and forth between Sam and, and Graham. And, mm-hmm. and that's my ultimate uh, feeling on that. Well, speaking of which, it just was such a delightful thing, you know, to be with them. Because, of course, we get a lot of the backstory. Um, can we talk a little bit first about the foreword? Sure, yeah. So, um, you know, it first starts off before we even have the, the written foreword. We have the dedication. This book is for my mom and dad who showed me the power of dreams and for my children, honor and hope who have given me more than I could have ever dreamed of. That's from Graham. And then Sam says to our fans for coming on this journey and always supporting me to Scotland and its people for remaining welcoming and progressive. I hope we always embrace newcomers to experience the mountains, glens and, and midges. Alba has constantly inspired me and filled my heart. And then there's this beautiful 
map with the clanlands root and then of course we get the forward by as i said diana gabaldon mm-hmm. um and it's so funny because she <laughs> she admits all these strange things that that this glimmer of a man in a kilt spawned upon her not only the book series and then a television show um but uh, item upon item and, and purebred dogs and a musical and, you know, cookbooks and knitted wear that were inspired because of this notion that she had of a character named Jamie, a man in right. a kilt. And then it got these two gentlemen, Sam and Graham connected. Graham, of course, shares his love of history with, with Sam and they decide to make clan lands and diana is asked of course to write the foreword mm-hmm. and she of course says she's so deeply deeply honored um <laughs> i loved this part i'm deeply honored that sam and graham have asked me to write the foreword to one of the most interesting unusual to put it mildly and hilarious books i've written in a long time i'm not quite sure what you'd call it but that I'm not used to being not able to describe my own books in 25 words or less. So this is probably not a problem. Like, I just love how she's like, I don't even really know what to call this book, but it's amazing. It's interesting, unusual, and hilarious. And I think that if we take Diana's word for it, that that's what this book is, you're not going to be able to necessarily typecast it as something. Just enjoy this hilarious adventure, this unusual adventure that we're going on with Sam and Graham that we're going to have a lot of fun. So we, of course, get onto uh, the book itself. Well, I, actually, yeah. I do want to say something. Diana writes it in here, and Mary, you you brought it to our, all of our attention, and I and I thank you for doing that because, honestly, I wasn't even planning to go over the forward. But you think about shame. it. I know. <laughs> Where Where's my shame button? Shame. You think about it, and all of the things that were created because of Outlander. So just think about this. Outlander, the book, is created. Sells millions of books and whatever. And then it is made into a television series mm-hmm. who em- that employs hundreds of people. And then they have these actors who are brought onto the show and have their own things. Yep. Sam creates Clanlands. He creates Sassanok whiskey. He now has the Sassanok uh, clothing apparel line. Um, he stars in films like Bloodshot and the, the Spy Who Dumped Me or whatever it was uh, and has birthed his career, really. And then you have Cat, who's gone on to win Golden Globes or get nominated for them or Saturn Awards and star in movies like Ford vs. Ferrari. Like That was a, a Best Picture nominee, and she is a part of that. And then we have smaller, really irrelevant and insignificant things like us. I mean, we're a podcast dedicated to Outlander covering a book that is inspired by its actors who were part of Outlander, which is inspired by a book. (laughs) And not only that, we have these communities that we've all created. Yep. Or are a part of. We're a part of. It's this web Mm -hmm. of um, intricate relationships and bonds that have been formed. People who met on the internet yes that are best of friends now because somewhere at some time some lady said hey you know what would be cool this book about jamie yes this dude i made up in my brain who's the king of men and claire i mean and how many of us can say that that's true particularly with outlander i mean diana writes about it right here she says i will always recall one woman who brought me a book of a um, at a signing who told me that she lived alone and had been alone for many years seldom got out and had no family that she'd 
become attracted to the story, found others who felt likewise and who invited her to go with them to book signings, premieres, and conventions. Now I have friends, she said. She cried and so did I. I hope you'll feel that sense of friendship in these pages. And, you know, particularly here we are in 2020, uh, just the age of the internet, of course, but also the predicament that many people in our world have right now where we're kind of locked to our homes and really having to stay in touch with people via devices and via the internet. It really is so fortunate that they're able to find people who have the same interest. Right. So, you know, Blake and I started podcasting about Outlander, gosh, how many years ago? 2014. Woo-wee! Think okay. about that. <laughs> because we didn't know anyone else who liked the series. You know, like I, I had read the books. Blake hadn't. The show was starting. And I said, we need to do this podcast because we need to find people who have this mutual interest. I know they're out there. They're out on the Internet somewhere. And if we build this, they will come. We will find each other. And, you know, we have been to conventions. We have hosted events. We've had this podcast now. And we have online communities. And it is so true. And I just love that no matter where people are in the scope of Outlander, whether they're just a brand new person who's starting to watch Netflix and maybe puts up a fun meme, or if they run the conventions, or if they're the actors themselves – that they are able to make a connection, right. fall in love with Scotland. We always say that Scotland is another character in this series. And um, to wet our whistles to learn more about this truly magical country. Right. And I think that that's what takes us now into chapter one titled Taken for a Ride. The story of two men who know nothing, Sam and Graham. Um, it's just <laughs> really like such a lovely little chapter because as you said, they give us things to love about these men as if we didn't love them enough already. Right, but that love is based on a television show and fictional characters. So we have to we have to appreciate the things about them as people that that will draw us into that story. And it has to be relatable things, right? Yes. It has to be something It's like when you uh when you give a wedding speech, I I'll never forget the advice from the movie Wedding Crashers. You never go you never go to into it. You never you never get too detailed when you're giving a wedding speech. Okay. You only do things that people can relate to. Uh, you know, she she has a, a messy floor or uh you know, he 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 loves hot dogs too much. You know, like you do things that people can relate to. Like needing lattes on the regular. Like needing a freaking latte or being or terrible being, at <laughs> driving. Being stick. Terrible driver. Just a terrible yes. driver in general. I, I love when Graham says I've been driving for 40 years and never once have I been in an accident. And Sam has <laughs> multiple to his name. And, and one of the last ones was, it was just a bad place to put a pole. Yep. <laughs> I think I've said that before. That is actually true. Because, when I ran your car. <laughs> because you wrecked my car, my pride and joy, my beautiful Dodge Charger S8, SRT. Yep. And bent my axle and <laughs> ruined the rear. Didn't mean to, but it was. It was a terrible place for a pole. So I will back Sam up on that. I believe that there are poorly placed poles all over the place. Take that for alliteration. Yes, I like that. So we go through uh, learning, of course, Graham's extensive love for Scottish history. So, of course, right. he and Sam are Scottish. This is part of their heritage. For those of you who don't know, uh, most of my heritage is actually Scottish. And what I have loved about the Outlander series is it's made me so much more interested in that heritage. It comes uh, from both my, both my parents' sides. Uh, but my dad has always had a particular inkling into our heritage. And he mm -hmm. would often tell me stories about 
you know, his grandparents and just different Scottish traditions that they would have, how they were allowed to play with certain friends with last names and other friends. Granny would always tell them like, no, they used to steal our sheep. <laughs> the know, McDonald's. Like, You're not allowed to Chisholm's. play with uh, Chisholm's. Or was it, no, I no. thought it was the McDonald's. My dad's side's is McDonald's. Yeah. My mom's side's Mackenzie. Oh, so okay, the yeah, McDonald's yeah. were not allowed to play with, okay. play with the Chisholms. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's right. Like that's that was a was. big thing. Yeah. Like, oh no, you can't sit next to him on the bus. <laughs> His great 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 grandparents used to like steal our sheep. <laughs> and it's something that they talk about too. It is, is that you know they, they say that Spain has their thing. And he and, says there's a saying: Scotland was born fighting, and feuding is something that the Highland clans have turned into an art form. Venetians have their glass, yes. Persians have their rugs, and the Scots have their feuds. <laughs> I. Stopped all things when I was reading this and I wrote that down in my phone because as someone who is still learning about her Scottish heritage, that is what I know (laughs) about (laughs) a lot of my heritage are these feuds. So I just love seeing it in black and white and knowing that this is true for other people. Well, before we get into the rest of this book, we do have to thank one of our our sponsor, uh, Scotland Shop. love to invite you, our listeners, to engage with our friends at um, scotlandshop.com to learn more about your own Scottish or Irish roots. And they actually offer virtual appointments to do this, or people, of course, can just email or even live chat with them. They actually have this really cool blanket, the Fraser Hunting Weathered Tartan. Be still my heart. Be oh, oh, still yes. my heart. <laughs> it's, they, they just introduced it, and it is amazing. Of course, Scot- Scotland Shop, everything is made in Scotland. It is authentic Scotland tartan. They are experts in the field of tartans and, and textiles. They, and of course, the thing that I like about them most is that, like Mary just said it, you get online or you get on the phone, and these people will literally take time out yes. of the day yes. to just chat with you and talk to you about your heritage, yep. learning more about your heritage. They don't even want you to buy it. They just, hey, let's just teach you more. And and maybe you're not in the mood for necessarily a tartan blanket or a hat or a scarf. They have these tartan patterns in napkins, in little pins, in yep. shoes. I mean, literally, if you wanted to bring some of your Scottish or Irish roots into your decor in any way, shape, or form, they've got it. And like you said, they've got the knowledge. Yep. And so they're actually going to be having, hopefully, a uh, headquarters in January 2022. It will be somewhere here in the Northeast with us. So very I'm very cool. excited. So yeah, right now they're based in Scotland. Hopefully they're coming to the United States in 2022. And go there to scotlandshop.com. Get 15% off your purchase with the, the coupon, coupon code, code OutlanderCast. All one word. That is that is what it is. But That's trust it. me, go there, get it done, check them out, and buy all the tartans. Just buy some stuff because they're amazing. And the blankets are so cozy. <laughs> so cozy. So let's get into the the Duncan stuff. Because I, I found, I think, the Duncan stuff the most entertaining with he, with he and his Irish friend who goes nameless. Yes. It's just the Irish guy. <laughs> yes. Who's just ready to start ripping stuff <laughs> and just ready to start pottying. And a fun little fact that I did not know is uh, something that Graham says. Uh, with the more uh, how important each the day is, the previous evening, he stays up later. Mm-hmm. And he knows better. And it's Sam. Uh, Sam bows out at 1 a.m. And uh, yeah, Duncan and Graham and uh, unnamed Irish dude, just just (laughs) keep drinking whiskey. Lots and lots and lots of whiskey. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And how they just, 
they, they're they're all pottying and they're, and the, there's there's Duncan still like in the next morning up just mm-hmm. drinking again and Sam's perky and <laughs> Graham just wants to die. <laughs> Where's my latte? Where's my latte? You know what I thought was even cute when he, of course, like approached this with Sam and let him know, you know, this is one of my passion projects. And Sam, of course, calls him one day and says, you know what? Like, maybe we can make a podcast out of this. And Graham thinks like, okay, we'll meet in a pub and we'll, you know, have some mics and we'll talk about it. And then it became like, no, maybe we should do something about this. Maybe we should go out and Graham pictures a little camera. And it went from this idea of like sharing his enthusiasm for Scottish just heritage with Sam, possibly mm-hmm. thinking about podcasting about it, to it becoming this massive person team to do this giant journey uh, right. just to document not only the history, but also the shenanigans. Right. And, and it feels a lot like Sam's brainchild. Uh, I mean, it's, th- this, it's a this, perfect medley, I think. Yeah. This yeah. dates back, obviously, to what Graham has said that in when he was in his, when he was 31, he was trying to put together uh, a television show about Scottish history and he, in which he wanted to star. And of course, nobody wanted to mm-hmm. put together a television show. But at that time, it was called Clanlands. And, you know, they take that a step further. In, in, in bringing on this crew, people with whom they have worked on Outlander and other commercials and stuff like that, and bringing in multiple cameras and, and GoPros, and Sam is the producer of the show. I yeah. got to give this guy credit, man. He took this thing and, goes all in. and made something out of it. Yeah. You know, made something out of nothing, you know, it, w- that just started as an idea as a podcast. Mm-hmm. And and here we are, you know, it, about to get men and kilts on stars, and it got picked up by stars. I mean, like, this is no small feat to put together a show like this, have it pitched, have it, you know, have it picked up, made into a miniseries, and and also put made on, a book out of it, too. and made a book out of it, and 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 now it's being presented to millions of people and mm-hmm. millions of subscribers on stars soon. This is a big deal. It, I it's agree. A, it's a big step forward for someone like Sam, who is, I think, just stepping into his burgeoning career. He has come a long way from A Prince for Christmas, <laughs> the Netflix Christmas special, which I hadn't actually watched until this year. Mm-hmm. Thank you, COVID. Not great, Bob. No, not one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> but I will say, <laughs> when he, as a prince, tries to dance and be like really hip, mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun watching that with a, with a wee giggle. <laughs> it, 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 you know, got y'all. No, I was just like, he's so dweeby in this role and it's oh, just yeah. precious. Like, I hope that there's a gif of it somewhere because it's just so sweet. <laughs> <sighs> so we're really excited. I think that, you know, this chapter laid down who's who's at play, right. what the goal is, how this came to be. And from here on out, you know, we, we get to really kind of get on the road and do do a lot. Yeah, there, there's uh, also some good fond memories, too, I think, uh, of Sam and Graham uh, reading for Outlander and their stories and how they thought of each other, how Sam wanted to uh, intimidate Graham, but he couldn't. And and he was, it was he thought that Graham was wearing yeah. like salmon, and Graham's like, no, nah, I never want, I never wear a salmon. It's ridiculous. Maroon baby, but never salmon. <laughs> um but just hearing how these two is, is seem to have an affinity for each, for each other, like straight off, yes, that that seems to be a a big deal, uh, and you can see how, again, you're learning traits about the about the, uh, for the lack of a better term, characters in this book, but you're also learning how these two 
see each other and how happy they are with each other as friends. Yes. And that it only makes sense for these two to do what they're doing. I think, you know, reading this, it's making me really want to go back and savor the earlier seasons because obviously Sam and Graham had a really good relationship. They had a good working relationship on the set. They, of course, were, you know, related in the show. Right. For their characters. And they obviously played off each other very well then. But you just get to see this this relationship with this backstory and perspective. And sure. I want to just... I can't. I, I cannot wait for the show on Stars. Yeah, th- I think the show is going to be a, a very different experience than the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and to be honest, I hope that it is uh, agreed. I because I, the book is one thing, and, and I appreciate the book for what it is. Uh, like I do hope that we get to see their interaction with the guy who's driving the Audi. You know, and, <laughs> yes. and they're, they're like, no, 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 we, we we can't we can't back up here. Like yeah. you're the one that has to move. <laughs> And I really, really, really do hope we see Duncan just sitting in the middle of the road. Agreed. <laughs> just be, what are you doing? You, you left me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I really do hope we get a chance to see that stuff. But I, 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 I hope that the, the show is different from the book and that each gives their own particular value. Yeah. Uh, which I imagine that they probably will. They, pr- they probably will. I, 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 that's, I think so. I think so. It's my awesome. guess. Uh, anything else you have to say about No, I'm just this? really excited. So we're going to be doing this chapter by chapter. And as you said, there's 16 chapters. Uh, we are doing it both with the physical book and then, of course, the audio book. We will be discussing which we preferred more. Well, yeah. So let's do that right now. Um, which did you prefer more for this chapter? Did you prefer the audio book or did you fr- prefer the book? Version? I preferred the audio book. I would agree. Because there are parts that I didn't care about. I don't care yet about all these people, Sam. All these people. Bless your heart. Like, this person did this. This person did that. And it's not even that much of the the chapter. But reading it, I was like, I wasn't even reading it. You were reading it out loud yeah. to me. And I was like, this is a schnooze fest. But when I heard it in Sam's voice, no offense, Blake. Oh, thank you. But when you. I heard it in Sam's voice. <laughs> Sounded a little bit sexier. Yeah. <laughs> he probably did that on purpose. He was like, people may schnooze fest during this, so I'm just going to add my own little sassy fun to it. And I think the thing that you get from Sam, too, is I he's, he's I, I can't say that he's a millennial because he's not, but you get the sense that he is a millennial. Like, he's like, I don't care about all the stuff Graham likes. I'm just here for the whiskey. And I'm here, like, uh, I'm here to experience this stuff. I want to be involved with it. I just don't want to read a book about this Isn't stuff. he, like, our age? Yeah, he's born in 1980. He says it okay, in, the, yeah. in the book. So he's not a millennial, no. necessarily. No. He's a zenial. He's a zenial, like us. Which is what we, yeah. Yes. And, but it, the, the way the that he Gen comes Z off. The hybrid of millennial, but we are not millennials. You're the no, cutoff. I am, my, I am the absolute cutoff. For, for Thank goodness. Thank good. I know that would not be good for me. <laughs> I'm out on millennials. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so I think we're we're good. We're gonna be yeah, right. So going in, going forward, uh, right now we are live. We are doing this uh, on on all our social media platforms. I don't know if we're going to be doing it live going forward um, for every episode. for every episode. Yes. Uh, we may do it, and uh, I'm not even sure if there's going to be a video format of this necessarily. Though the audio version will be uploaded to, uh, uploaded to YouTube, uh, so that if you are a YouTube fan, you can listen to the audio version. 
there. Uh, but uh, having us in studio the way that we are as of this moment, it may not be like that going forward with every episode. And we'll be honest, it's because of our kids. This is 2020. Right. We don't have babysitters right now. We have a five and seven year old who do not sleep well still. People told me that when they were seven, they would sleep. That was a lie. <laughs> but because of that, we frequently do get interrupted. Um, so know that we are doing our best. There might be days when we will get to go live. And if you would like to be on our um, complimentary texting service, if you would like to join us when we are going live about all things Outlander or, you know, Clanlands related, you can do that. All you're going to do is you are going to take out your phone if you are in the U.S. And you are going to text the phone number 81010. And in the message, yep. do at Outlander1, Outlander with the number one, just one word. So the phone number, once again, 81010, the message at Outlander1. And if you're outside the U.S., you can go to remind.com slash join slash Outlander1. Yep. And I will send a complimentary text on days when we will be able to go live about Clanlands. Right. And uh, so you'll be finding this podcast uh, or these episodes on the podcast feed for OutlanderCast. So if you are not yet subscribed to OutlanderCast, please do so. Uh, subscribe there. Uh, leave us a review if uh, you find that uh, our shows about Outlander uh, are, or in particular, Clan Lands, uh, give any value to you. Just subscribe. Leave let let us know and re- leave a review. And uh, a written review would be much appreciated. And of course, we want to let you know that our friends at jointhenerdclan.com do get earlier access to all of our podcast episodes. Those are our friends who are patrons for as little as $2 a month. They donate to make all of this possible because Blake and I do this, of course, from the goodness of our hearts. We want to bring some light and joy into your lives, help create community around things that we love and that hopefully you love as well. But if you feel so inclined, if this has brought you some joy, head on over to jointhenerdclan.com to help become a patron to support uh, our podcast yes. that we have going forward. There's a there's a great question from somebody on YouTube over here. I don't remember who it is. I apologize. Oh, I think it was... I don't know. I don't know who it is. I can't it's remember. Okay. Um, but anyway, they asked, how often are we going to be doing this? Or is it going to be following a schedule? Uh, I cannot tell you that it's going to follow a schedule. I cannot tell you how often we're going to do it. We are going to do the whole book, obviously. Yes. Uh, we're going to do all the chapters. It will be one episode per chapter how often we're going to be doing it and how uh, frequently you will find it or if it's going to be a a scheduled thing that is not going to, I can't guarantee that. So, uh, but just take a look out for it. That's why you have to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. That way you do get all these things. So uh, that's that. Mavin, you ready to close this bad boy out? I am. Let's do it, shall we? Michelle, my love, Michelle. Mock me. Please hang up and try again. That was the wrong button. That truly was, but it's okay. That was the wrong button. This is the button that I wanted to hit. Thank you all so very much for tuning in to this, the initial, the the premiere episode of our reading of Clan Land. Yep. Very excited to share this along with you. If you cannot get enough Outlander in your life, we do want to remind you that Blake is doing a read-along of Voyager. Yep. 
um, Blake's Book Club that is only available at jointhenerdclan.com. We also have our staff member, Angela Hickey, who is leading a Lord John Gray series read-along. Um, no, but she's now... She's now moved on to book seven, I believe. Is it book seven? I have to figure out which book she's on. Um, I think it's book seven. Okay. Um, but she's in the Outlander Cast Clan book club on Facebook, and she is doing every other week live read-alongs. Mm-hmm. Not read-alongs, but book discussions. Yep. So you're going to want to make sure that you could check that on out. Sorry, Angela, if you're listening and you're like, Mary, you should know what book I'm on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's book seven because then she's going to do eight, and then it's okay. going to lead, lead into yes. these. Okay, awesome. So just know that if you are a book reader, if you want to get into the series, the Outlander Cast Clan book club group on Facebook is where to be. She's going there live. Um, just as once again, like a true lover of Outlander, knows so much about the series, and we are so fortunate to have her on our staff. And of course, go to maryandblake.com to check out all of our podcasts and all of the blogs that we have going on over there. Uh, in fact, we have another podcast that's coming back live uh, very soon called This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So if you love all things Pearson and all things uh, your boy Miggy, uh, yeah. Yeah, you want to check out This Is Us too, uh, because th- it's it's a lot of fun. We have it's one of our it's one of my favorite podcasts Agreed. that we do. I and really if you're looking for that. a little sweet something, where can they go for a recipe inspiration, Blake? Go to outlandercast.com. Check out the all the amazing recipes and blo- and like entries and blogs and everything by Tammy Spencer, who is our resident baker. Um, she just did one for uh, English toffee, I think mm-hmm. it was. Incredible! Yeah. I, I'm going to make it for Christmas. Yes. It's going to happen. She's amazing. So if you have been having your mouth water while you've been reading Outlander uh, and, or watching the show, just know that Tammy draws inspiration from Scotland and from the show. And she has had a slew of blog posts up at outlandercast.com. The newest one is up right now, so you can check that out. Thank you all so much once again for tuning in. It's been a wonderful time. For now, my name's Mary. My name is Blake. This is Outlander Cast.